Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Astrology with Alice. I'm your host, Alice Bell, and today is November 20th, Monday, November 20th. Like always, we're going to be going over the transits for the week ahead, getting into each day, but just looking at the week as a whole, the overall vibe is definitely like building momentum and activity because we've passed that first quarter moon phase and the moon is waxing leading up to a full moon in Gemini, which will take place exactly a week from now on November 27th. So as we get closer and closer to that full moon, you're going to start to see things that you may have initiated back at the new moon on the 13th finally come together or like full moons are often about like human connection and wanting to see people more often or having relationship realizations. So that could also be something that's happening. Um, In America, it's Thanksgiving this week. So that's kind of perfect energy of like building up to that full moon is all about connection. Even if you don't love your family, um, even if you don't like spending time with your family, this could be Maybe there's some stuff with friends going on where you're seeing more of your friends and you're being a bit more social this week. So yeah, keep that in mind. Before we get started, though, I was thinking a lot about this um, specific topic. I wanted to share it on here because sometimes I like to demonstrate how bigger outer transits correlate with trends going on in society. Um, So I was reading this book, Extremely Online, which is written by Taylor Lorenz, who's like a famous journalist who reports on social media trends and youth culture. And in her book, she kind of told the history of social media starting from the early 2000s up until today. And as I was reading this, I was constantly like, okay, that social media trend was going on then. What was happening in astrology? And what was interesting is that she was saying how like the peak Instagram aesthetic happened in 2016, 2017. And I I know that Saturn was in Sagittarius during those two years, coming into an exact square with Neptune in Pisces, like throughout that two-year period. So that's often a transit like Saturn-Neptune where reality is kind of made into a fantasy and everything is not completely as it seems. Like Neptune tends to blur the boundaries that are represented by Saturn. Um, So it can be a time of like a lot of artistic innovation, um, but also where maybe it's like kind of distortion or stuff involving fantasy is more prevalent. So I just like looking back at that time with peak Instagram aesthetic and how like restaurants in New York were like designed around what's going to look the best on Instagram. Um, And like a lot of things in society were like that at that time. And just knowing that Saturn is coming up on a conjunction with Neptune in 2024, 2025, as Saturn gets to those later degrees of Pisces, um, I'm kind of wondering how similar themes will resurface online or like kind of artistically, but especially in social media. I feel like part of it probably has to do with AI, but then... Maybe there's another part with like trends of there's just so much around like your aesthetic and like like these TikTok trends of different aesthetics um, or just kind of like a hyper fixation on how you do your skincare or how you just present yourself online. And maybe after that transit is over, when Saturn finally starts to move away from this conjunction with Neptune, which will be closer to like 2026, 2027 that's when you can look back and be like, wow, like 
that I really wasn't representing my true self or that was like kind of like a fantasy life online. Because I feel like there was a lot of that in 2018 when Saturn separated from that Neptune square. It was more about being more real on social media. It was less of this like fake aesthetic. So it was just kind of like a minor theme I noticed that is likely to come up with that Saturn-Neptune conjunction, which really gets a lot closer in 2024. Definitely something to watch like how trends online might get more amplified or it's like people become, it's kind of like how you're living online is very separate from what the reality is. Okay, let's get into the week ahead though. So starting off on Monday, November 20th, the moon moves into Pisces around 9 a.m. Eastern and immediately comes into a conjunction with Saturn in Pisces. So I'm not gonna lie, like not gonna sugarcoat it. Monday is, there's probably going to be more work weighing on you. Like moon Saturn themes can bring up like a lot of frustration, um, kind of feeling more emotionally heavy or annoyed with maybe how someone's speaking to you. Like in past moon Saturn conjunctions, I've kind of like woken up and gotten an annoying email that sets me off on like a bad mood at the start of my day or just like maybe feeling like projects are getting delayed with work or you're just not in the mood to still meet up with your friend that night, try to take it easy on Monday and don't be too self-critical because that will be an overall theme. If there are duties and responsibilities that you've been procrastinating on, knowing that Monday you're going to want to get to work there. As we get into the evening and the later part of the day, the moon will get closer to a sextile with Jupiter, so you may start to feel noticeably, noticeably better or whatever was bothering you at the start of your workday uh, doesn't seem to be weighing on you as much. Or maybe you spent the day working really hard and you're like, okay, great, now I have time to relax on Monday evening. So the second part of the day, um, know that that heaviness or frustration will lift by Monday evening, Monday night. If you're in time zones ahead of America, though, that moon-Saturn conjunction will get to you later on in your day. Um, so you're going to wake up Tuesday and feel that more positive energy of the moon-Jupiter sextile. So your Monday evening may not be as pleasant, unfortunately. Okay, then we get to Tuesday, though. The moon is still in Pisces all day. I feel like I really didn't touch upon Pisces-moon keywords Um because I was so focused on moon Saturn themes, but in general, like what might be happening on Monday, Tuesday, and also this will carry into the morning of Wednesday. Um, when we're thinking of the moon being in Pisces, it's really about being a lot more sensitive and giving, um, being able to empathize with people, sometimes taking on too much of other people's problems though, or getting like, a little emotional, like being able to feel other people's feelings. Like if you have your natal moon in Pisces, this is you all the time, join the club. But just like for this two and a half day period through the first part of this week, you may just feel a lot more sensitive. On the bright side of this, it could be easier to tap into your intuition and really listen to what gut instincts are telling you about a situation. You may feel like you have like these natural psychic abilities. So do not ignore or repress that could also be a good time to lean into a spiritual practice. Like maybe you get way more out of meditation or it's like easier to just like drop in and be silent inside of your head. Or it could be a good time to lose yourself in like a creative hobby. 
kind of a downside of Pisces moon transits might be this theme of like escapism. A big way I escape is just watching TV a lot. So that could also be something that comes up, like needing to just slow down and maybe emotions do feel overwhelming at this time. And you're just like, you know what? I need to zone out. I need to watch my favorite reality TV show and no one talk to me. So that could very much be a theme on Tuesday. But like better side of this transit is that the moon will no longer be in that conjunction with Saturn. So it's less likely to feel like emotionally heavy, emotionally stressful, like you may have felt throughout most of Monday. So it'll be a more pleasant transit of the moon moving through Pisces on Tuesday. Also, the moon in Pisces will be in an exact trine with the sun and Mars, which are in the late degrees of Scorpio at this time. This will be, this trine will be more exact on Tuesday night, Eastern time. So this could be a really good night to connect with people, easier to go deeper and have more like emotionally charged conversations or just connect like on a deeper level there. Or you may just be more self-reflective and you're gaining insight into your own behavior because it's like combining the energies of those two water signs of Scorpio, which is all about like this internal transformation and like analyzing yourself mixed with like Pisces, which is being more self-compassionate or giving to other people or just kind of understanding being compassionate to yourself, but also being able to understand what other people are going through and cutting them some slack. On Wednesday, November 22nd, the moon is still in these later degrees of Pisces throughout the whole morning East Coast time. So like before noon, basically that day. Again, if you're in a time zone ahead of that, it's going to be for a bigger part of your workday, this moon in Pisces. So all of what I just mentioned about being maybe more self-reflective, spiritual, creative, intuitive is still going to apply on Wednesday. And the moon will also be trining Mars exactly right around 10 a.m. Eastern time. Um, So in that lead up to that 10 a.m. frame, it's like applying, the moon is applying to that trine with Mars. So this is a good like energy boost to the start of your day on Wednesday. You may want to wake up, get work done, you're, you're kind of waking up a little bit more motivated. Um, this could be a good day to schedule a morning workout or have an earlier meeting that you're tending to. It may just be easier to get out of bed in general. Then right around noon Eastern time, the moon will move into Aries and it will form an exact trine to the sun, which is now at zero degrees of Sagittarius because Sagittarius season is also starting on Wednesday. More on that in a second though. But basically having the moon make these positive aspects first to Mars and Scorpio. And then when it moves into Aries, there's that nice fire sign trine between the moon and Aries and the sun and Sagittarius. It's like good energy consistently throughout the whole day. Um, Afternoon Eastern, like because the moon will be in a fire sign and connecting to another planet in a fire sign, you may feel just like a little bit emotionally lighter or have more activity going on and feeling like a bit higher energy or thinking optimistically. Because even though it is like a moon-Mars trine, it is water sign, which can just feel, feel heavier or emotions are more of the focus. Whereas later on, like halfway through Wednesday, you'll notice it a noticeable shift will occur where it's feeling more uplifted and positive, like upbeat energy going into the second half of Wednesday. 
Going back for a second on how it is Sagittarius season. So the sun moves into Sagittarius on Wednesday. It'll be there for the next month until December 21st. So if we're thinking of just underlying Sagittarius themes that are going to come up over the next month, they have a lot to do with learning and education. And it's not so much like learning little skills or like looking at Wikipedia for stuff. It's more like thinking of bigger picture subjects you want to learn about. Like that could involve like astrology. Spirituality is a big like Sagittarius theme. Or it could be like maybe there's a like pol- politics, maybe you get more interested in learning about that or a specific like foreign culture or country. Or it might be that like you're wanting to have conversations that center around topics that feel just a bit more meaningful to you. Like maybe you're thinking more about your bigger life purpose or just like the universe, um, the universe in general. Like you're examining your views on the world and like how you how you interpret life in general. Sagittarius is just like a very philosophical sign concerned with those like kind of mulling over those bigger picture themes that go on in life. Also things like writing, speaking, teaching, like the sharing of knowledge, those all fall into the realm of Sagittarius. But definitely check the house that the sun has moved into in your chart, like the house ruled by Sagittarius, the themes of that house will be more prominent over the next month. So for some people, that's going to be career. For others, it's relationships. Others, it's home. Others, it's learning. It really depends on your individual chart. Then we get to Thursday, November 23rd. This is another really pleasant um, day for astrology. The moon is in Aries all day. So having that moon in Aries throughout the second half of Wednesday, all of Thursday, and most of the day on Friday. Keywords you might want to keep in mind is how can you take initiative? How can you be more self-starting or independent or ask for what you want? Aries is a sign that really does not beat around the bush. You may also have more energy or enthusiasm for whatever you're developing or certain situations in your life. The moon is applying to a trine with Mercury all day as well. So this is a really a really ideal day if you want to get writing done or if you're trying to like lay out the foundation for a presentation or even just coming up with like a witty social media caption. Like those kind of mercurial, like how do I how do I get across what I want to say? That's going to feel a lot easier on Thursday. Even though the Aries keywords tend to be a bit more self-focused and like independent, the moon will be also opposite Venus on this day. Um, Hard aspects to Venus are not felt in the same way, like a hard aspect to Saturn is. So it's not, it's not a super difficult energy, but there could be this push pull of like needing to find a balance between like focusing on your own goals and drive and ambition, but also maybe needing to find a way to carve out time for the relationships and friendships in your life. There might be this theme of compromise that comes up on Wednesday. Um, Also, the moon will be applying to a conjunction with Chiron throughout the entire day. So there may may be like this, this need to face certain insecurities, and this may be brought up from relationships, or you're doing more active healing in a part of your life. Like there might be a situation that comes up that like triggers you a bit and you're like, wait a second, why is this triggering me and doing some of that like inner reflection and active healing? 
if you're an air sign rising, so Libra, Aquarius, or Gemini rising, the moon being in Aries, making all these positive aspects to like first the sun, then Mercury, then aspecting Venus this week, like air sign risings, this is your week for talking to someone new romantically, going on a date, um, seeing friends, like midweek will be ideal for that for you. Okay, now we have moved on to Friday, November 24th. The moon is in the later degrees of Aries, void of course until about mid-afternoon Eastern time. So definitely a slower start to your Friday. This will be nice to everyone who celebrates Thanksgiving because it's like you wake up the next day. Hopefully you don't have a lot of work going on. Great slow activity to have that coincide with a Friday, no matter where you are. However, there will be a square that the moon makes to Pluto. I don't consider Pluto to be like, when I say the moon is void, of course, it means the moon is not making aspects to any of the traditional planets. Pluto, I don't count in that. Um, But the moon will be making a square to Pluto in the earlier part of the day. So there may... You could just be like obsessing over a little minor detail in your life or kind of encountering um, themes of control or not wanting to be controlled by someone. It's definitely going to be more minor though, so I wouldn't worry too much about that. Around 3 p.m. Eastern, the moon will move into Taurus and immediately starts applying to a conjunction with Jupiter. So feeling, if if there was some fixation or worriness, worrying, I cannot speak, going on at the, start of the day, at the start of the day with the moon-Pluto square, by the time the moon moves into Taurus later on in the afternoon, evening, nighttime, and starts applying to Jupiter, you'll definitely feel more uplifted. Again, it's good for connection with people. Connection with people is just a huge theme overall for this week, um, but especially good Friday evening, Friday night. However, we also have to look at like Taurus moon themes that might be coming up Um, and Jupiter too, which is definitely feeling a bit more lazy, like wanting to stay in, focusing on relaxing activities like Friday night would be very good for tending to like a self-care routine um, or just enjoying downtime and feeling like pleasant. Like, not feeling bad about staying in and not doing anything or not being productive. It's like, I don't care. Like, I'm, I feel fully relaxed and I'm enjoying myself. A big transit that is happening on Friday, though, will be that Mars is moving into Sagittarius after being in Scorpio since, like, early mid-October. So this is a big shift, like Mars entering a new sign. Um, again, returning to those Sagittarius themes I just mentioned, like learning, education, spirituality, travel, like over the next few weeks, I believe Mars is in Sagittarius until like early January. So the next several weeks, wanting to put more energy into those areas and being more like passionate and motivated to do something about those topics. However, Mars will come into an exact square with Saturn on Friday and into Saturday. I know I mentioned all this stuff about being like more relaxed and pleasant energy. This might like counteract that. It kind of contradicts the moon, Jupiter conjunction in Taurus because with Mars, Saturn, we have like the most difficult planets meeting up. And I just find with Mars, Saturn, it kind of makes you look at situations more realistically. It's like how... How have I been avoiding the reality of a situation? Like maybe there's a relationship where you've just been like ignoring red flags or 
maybe you've committed to way too much at work and been overly ambitious there about what you can accomplish. This will like kind of reel your energy in and be like, get clear on like who is worth your time and energy because you have limited reserves here. And again, it could just like, again, having this like planet aspect Saturn is just getting very clear on your commitments and not putting off work until a later date. So for some people, like you may feel the moon Jupiter more of being relaxed as we head into the weekend. For others, you may want to use this time to pick up on any unfinished work and be a bit productive over the weekend. Like that Mars-Saturn aspect will definitely go like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It'll start to fade out earlier next week, but you may feel that over the weekend. And I forgot to mention this um, when I talked about Sagittarius season starting, but yes, like on Wednesday when the sun moves into Sag, it'll square Saturn. And then when we get to Friday, Mars moves into Sagittarius, immediately squares Saturn. So extend that time period of like these Saturn contacts and getting clear on what is worth working towards and um, thinking more strategically long-term about certain areas of your life. Apply that honestly to the whole second half of the week. But also what I wanted to say is that having these planets like Sun and Mars come into a square with Saturn and Pisces, like that Saturn and Pisces transit is a really, like that's a longer transit that lasts for three years until February, 2026. And it started this past spring. So you're not going to feel that Saturn transit like every single day you're waking up and feeling that, no. When planets though square, oppose, or conjunct that Saturn transit, like they're doing from Sagittarius, squaring it, that is when that longer Pisces Saturn and Pisces transit gets further activated. So you could also want to look at like, what house is Saturn currently transiting in my chart? And how am I feeling those themes super intensely, like more than I normally would? That's when you get an idea of when are those opportunities that Saturn presents? Or when is when do I really have to face the reality in that part of my life? It really gets triggered when faster moving planets come into contact with Saturn there. Okay, but back to Saturday, November 25th. Um, definitely less active of a day unless you are dealing with this Saturn energy. Um, the moon is still in Taurus all day. So just like thinking of keywords for the moon being in Taurus, you might want to do more of like hands-on activities. You could want to go for a walk into nature um, or tend to like some type of creative activity even things that like just things that help you like slow down, get away from your computer screen, uh, get away from your phone, like activities that really activate your five senses. Cooking would also be a good one. Um, maybe just wanting to do again, like self-care activities, like an at-home spa day, um, or just like cuddling with your partner. Like Taurus is very touchy-feely sign. Shopping is also a big Taurus theme. So I think this coincides with like Black Friday sales. If you're into that type of stuff, um, very much Taurus is like associated with like material goods and wanting to spend money. So that could definitely be something that's coming up this weekend for you. All of those Taurus themes will still apply for most of Sunday, November 26. Um, the moon will be void, of course, this day. So definitely a quieter day overall. By the morning, 
East Coast time, the moon has cleared its conjunction with Uranus. But if you are in time zones that are a bit ahead, you may feel the moon Uranus energy throughout the earlier part of your day, like just feeling a bit unsettled, or maybe you have sudden plans come about or just hearing like surprise hearing from someone. So maybe just expect the unexpected in a minor way on Sunday. Around 7.30 p.m. Eastern, the moon will move into Gemini. And this is really like that full moon in Gemini is going into effect. Even though the full moon is not happening until the early hours of Monday, for those who are um, in America, later Monday morning, early Monday afternoon, and other parts of the world that are ahead of America, um, like once that moon enters the sign where the full moon will be taking place, you will really like feel its effects. Um, so Sunday, there could be like important realizations that you're having Sunday night, that is, or you may just feel a bit more emotional than you normally would. Like after this past few days of maybe relaxing more than usual, suddenly you're like, okay, shoot, I need to make these changes in this part of my life or make these adjustments or do this differently. Um, so having those like pivotal realizations take place then. Gemini themes will play into this full moon. So it will be a lot about like how you communicate with people and connect in social or work situations. Um, there could also be a desire to make progress on communication-based tasks like writing or speaking work, or maybe there's a lot more moving around. Like that could be connecting with people, running errands, doing a little travel, um, I do want to get more into the full moon in next week's episode because it will be happening exactly on Monday. So stay tuned for more there, but know that like you could feel, just check the, check the Gemini ruled house of your chart where those full moon realizations will be coming up on Monday. But yeah, stay tuned for more on that next week. Thank you guys again for listening and for everyone that has recently subscribed to my Substack. Like I'm so grateful. I hope you learn a lot more information on there. Um, but I will see everyone here back next week to discuss the full moon in Gemini. 